Hello and welcome to the mystical part two of what we were doing last week, except not anything remotely like part one. <laughs> um, this is what I'm going to lovingly call the game out. Game out. Game out. Game out. It's a game out. It's a game out. So this is part two of the game out. We are hanging out with our games out. <sighs> yep. We are. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so this time what we're going to do is right in front of me, I have a list of the best games of 2019 so far. And this is an article published by Polygon. It came out like a week ago, so it's a little. It's at least up up to date as far as of the best games that are. It'll list things that have come out up up until now. We still have a few months left of 2019, but we'll talk about what's come out so far. So I'm gonna see if I'm gonna diss some of these, give them my approval. I know I'm sure a lot of these I haven't even played. Yeah, there's definitely um some good ones here that I've just kind of uh just glancing here. So the first one they mentioned is Outer Wilds. That's a U game. That's, yeah, that's a, a U game. exclusive game. You haven't played, so you haven't played it yet. Not more of it than what I did. Oh, really? So you just you just crashed into I a crashed planet and you abandoned ship. Um, I do plan to finish this before the year's out because the conversation around this is always like it's the best game I've played in a decade, which yeah. is high praise. Yeah, you're gonna miss out on a lot of covers like game of the year conversations if you don't play this game. Yeah, so it's it's definitely a must play for me, but I'm not yeah. I'm not there yet. I'm kind of mired in games right now. The storytelling without like actually having to like force feed you a story is just phenomenal. Like, I mean, you're you're finding kind of remnants of what happened in this world via text. Um, so you're translating text on walls to determine the story, basically, and. Um, one of the things that um, I read an article recently, I think it was from Kotaku. Um, the the guy was saying that like one of the things that um, made him spend the most amount of time in this game was because he was being impatient. Instead of just like waiting for something, he was like try like so. There's a station around the sun um, that you can land on with your ship, but like the station is going like incredibly fast. And if you get close enough to the sun, your ship gets sucked into the sun no matter what. So what you have to do is you have to time it just right to where your ship starts getting sucked into the sun, but then the station just comes in and swoops underneath and you land on the station. <laughs> he said he spent hours doing that, but there's a planet where a teleporter eventually gets uncovered by sand. And just takes you and to it just that takes station? You, it takes oh you to that station. God. So he didn't want to wait for... I don't know the ten minutes for this the sand to to be uncovered from this teleporter. So he spent like two or three hours trying to land on the station. God damn it! Just like so, like being impatient is like a big thing. Like you, there's a lot of patience involved, but then there also is a lot of like you have to like get somewhere fast because stuff is happening as soon as soon as you wake up in that game. Because it's if you don't know already, it's like an infinite time loop. Like you, the the world resets every twenty two minutes, and as soon as you wake up, stuff's happening. Um, so there, like, if you wait too long to go to a certain planet and do a certain thing, you're gonna miss something. Yeah, so, a path will be closed or yeah, something. Yeah. So like, every planet has some form of this. There's, there's always, there's something to do. Like at the very, like, there's something to do to where the point where, like, as soon as you get into your spaceship, you want to just go as fast as possible to that planet. Um, 
and then there's some like where you can just kind of be there in the middle and then there's some where you actually have to wait until like the very end like right before the whole like the whole loop resets um and then you're like you're trying to hurry up and and get to those get to those points so yeah it is this game i mean it, on top of just like the way they tell the story um it's just a beautiful game to, to visually the art style is amazing the music just sets the mood so perfectly and like it, it just hits you in the feels when you like actually beat the game because it all just comes together and just like it's it's like the perfect ending to a game <laughs> huh. um in like the best way like and and also like the game is very in some aspects very scary and very tense um even in the final moments of the game like there's one part where i was just like i'm at the end of the game i don't want to die here because i don't want to like have to do all this over again so i've also heard people dial back a little bit from saying like this is a game of the decade basically after having rested on it a few months because realizing like oh maybe this game isn't for everyone like, it's definitely not for everyone. Like I can imagine, like certain things being very hard if you, especially if you're not into a, like a lot of text-based stuff, and yeah, or if you can't really grasp like three-dimensional space movement. <laughs> 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 um, like if you, um, I just always found it interesting. Like, and I get the comparison, but it's always being compared to like Majora's Mask and. Uh, Metro Prime. I would compare it a little bit to Majora's Mask in in that there's like that the reset, the reset. Um, there's like there's there's an in, there's a finite amount of time you have to do certain tasks. The only reason I find some of those comparisons like I I see them, but I kind of don't. I wouldn't agree with those because just because you like those two games doesn't necessarily mean you would like Outer Wilds because it's it's its own yeah it's monster. its own thing <laughs> it's and but it actually isn't that long of a game and the way you discover everything is very organic um I didn't I didn't use a guide for anything and like in some of the puzzles that's were how you hard. should do it though because I feel a guide would kind of yeah. defeat the purpose but I know like a lot of people like for because it is a little bit puzzly in a way like so certain things it's like a puzzle it's always um, fine to look stuff up yeah. on occasion but and, and some people will like have to like they'll look stuff up and for me like um it's it's felt very like you could discover things and figure out how to do them in a very um organic way like they, they like and they didn't hold the, the thing is too that is that they never held your hand either with any of it yeah i know from when i played it was just like get in your spaceship yeah and like i just started going and then obviously i wrecked into a planet because and it like, wasn't uh yeah because you're like you don't realize you have it wasn't to no man's sky rules it was yeah. uh you actually have to slow down before you get to the planet because this actually because like i said uh earlier in a previous episode where it, it, it adheres to real um space mechanics to where if you're holding down the accelerator you just infinitely get faster and faster it's, like there's no max speed just from holding down your accelerator like in other space games and the planets are like very mario tiny. galaxy so it's <laughs> yeah yeah not, very, there's no real atmosphere that you enter it's yeah what you see is like the only planet you can do that on is the the tornado water planet and i usually like every time i go to the, that planet i just full blast into that planet just, just crashed just, straight into the water just full force because it doesn't damage your ship to land in the water at full force so 
That's not realistic. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> it, it was fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's I don't I don't think I really have much else to say about that game in particular. It's a really good game. I seriously recommend it to like literally anyone. Um, I, this is on Game Pass, right? Yeah, it's on Game yeah. Pass. So like, if you have an Xbox, you have Game Pass. Definitely download. It's on this Game Pass. Check it out. It's on Xbox. It's on PC. It. I've heard it is likely coming to PS4 and probably Switch. So that wouldn't surprise me. It's very capable of being on those platforms, especially the Switch. Yeah, I just know. Obviously, this was a fig campaign, so the limited funds kind of gives them limited number of places they can be ported to. Um, and I don't know if they struck some exclusivity deal with maybe Xbox or what, but yeah, in order like to get a, some more t- a timed exclusivity, funding. but yeah, it's like now hopefully the game's been selling well and not just being played through game pass, but who yeah. knows? Maybe that gives them money. Maybe it doesn't. Nobody really knows how that works other than Microsoft right now. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with like having a Netflix show or anything like that. It's like the new era is here. We have the Netflix of video games. All the more reason they should just put it on Switch at least first because that game would do gangbusters on Switch. Yes, it definitely would. I mean, that would be a really good port- portable game to play. And it's not too hard to just pop in and play for 20 minutes because, I mean, everything resets. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's minutes. your loop. <laughs> you Like, if you have, like, a 22-minute bus ride, there you go. <laughs> One loop. Just do a loop. <laughs> let's see. Let's move on to the next, next game here. I had to reopen the article because I had it open in Google. And when I turned my phone off, Google decided to close. All right. Outer Wilds. Void Bastards. Did you play more of Void Bastards? I haven't played more of this. This is also in that Xbox space of uh, both those games being on Game Pass. And I want to finish both of those before the year end. But I got a lot going on because there is... I don't know if I'll ever be able to finish Void Bastards. (laughs) It's so fucking hard for me. I love the style. Yeah, I was like the art style, the comic booky type humor and oh, yeah. everything looks, is pretty great the comic book style of it looks amazing i love the way everything looks i love the humor of the game um and just because we talked about it earlier uh it reminded me a lot of Chex quest yeah <laughs> yeah really yeah it's seriously like there there like there are uh certain like um bad guys in that that remind me of like the Chex quest i mean and just some of the visual flourishes that yeah. are like Chex quest <laughs> yeah it's it's a very um very stylistic very comic booky i mean um the it has like a weird kind of humor about it that i like um but very difficult because it is a what we would call a rogue light i guess yeah rogue light because it's uh, not you like do you, keep yeah. upgrades and stuff you keep post. your you keep all, all of your inventory and upgrades the, every time you die the word rogue like and rogue light have been used interchangeably to a point that rogue like has been bastardized to mean rogue light at yeah. this point so <laughs> really just you could use either or at this point but rogue like ish <laughs> but yeah technically it's rogue light um but it's very good um, if you, and I'm I'm very bad at rogue like type games, and I never beat FTL, and this feels like, that to me like this feels like FTL, but instead of just fighting ships, you're boarding ships. See, and I I never really played FTL, um, but I can agree with that statement, and uh, I don't know I. I have to really be in the mood for that kind of game of like yeah. wanting to die and start over. Yeah. 
I and I've never I'm not a huge roguelike type person. I I like to keep my progress, but um and it's but this one it's different. But I mean in the first in the first kind of like sequence of the game you're trying to build like some sort of pass or something and you have to get certain parts for it and I was like hearing about people like, Oh yeah, I got the parts I needed for the pass my first like time in the game and I'm like it took me like 30, 35 deaths before I got past the first segment to get like the stuff I needed because yeah, like by the time you finish this game you'll be get ready to go for Void Bastards 2 and you'll be one of those people. Yeah. Um <laughs> and if to me it sound, it felt like the parts that you needed to cuz it it would be like quote unquote randomly generated but it feels like this the parts that you needed to get um to build the piece to progress further in the story they placed like freaking like way far away from where you start at so you have to like just jump from ship to ship to ship to ship and there are certain ships where it's just like no matter like what weapons you have like the bad guys suck to fight and they take all your ammo and you go to the next ship and you're like great now i don't have ammo so i'm just gonna die i mean as much as i hate to say it even in the little bit i played and i know just rogue games of any kind are very they get very repetitive so that yeah. uh and it's like you're you're getting on different ships and there's different styles of ships but they're more and they are like kind of procedurally generated but they are still more or less the same and some of that just i have to really be in the mood for it yeah and at and the, the time i tried it i just wasn't quite feeling it right yeah. at that moment and the bad guys are always the same you always like have the same tax tactics to fight them so it's just we'll yeah. see that is definitely one i want to finish before year's end though let's see how about probably another one i haven't finished <laughs> uh steam world quest yeah i haven't finished that but i am playing it <laughs> i haven't i haven't even played this one so this one's a, a you um this is one of them deck builder games there is a plethora of those like slay the spire uh griff the upcoming Grifflands, which is in early access and oh god there's another one. Oh, it's got a weird name um something profit nowhere profit oh yeah yeah, but the, all these deck builder games that really have just been popping up over the last year, it sounds like more or less Slay the Spire is kind of the like gold standard in that, and that that's kind of the one everybody's chasing after like being yeah. like. And I do like SteamWorld Quest uh, with kind of the wrappings of the story, and I like all that SteamWorld stuff and that they did like dig one and two and then heist and now uh rpg so they've they tried their hand at like three different styles of game and have just nailed it really well on all those um that being all that being said though this one feels paced a bit slower than i'm used to like more or less i just got a little bit out of the intro i'm four chapters in yeah and just it hadn't quite been like clicking with me yet in a way of like starting out rpgs getting introduced to characters and like the plot and all that is very slow moving and takes a while and i get that for a lot of games but you know certain indie games it's like you know it seems like a lot of like okay i'm learning all this stuff and this game's gonna be a handful of hours yeah so definitely one i'm gonna finish but once again, things kind of got in the way of that. I I had been playing uh, a lot of Borderlands Gears and like what Judgment came out and I played a bit of that. And then there's like Mario Maker and Fire Emblem like all wrapped in there somewhere. Like all games that I'm like basically not done with. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a lot of games. Yeah, third, I'm I'm gonna be closing some loops here pretty soon. Gonna be cl- closing all of them out. So don't worry. But there's a lot. There are plenty of games I haven't finished yet that I'm, <laughs> I have to get to. Does your spreadsheet look more impressive this year than last year? No, it looks worse. <laughs> does it really? It's got a lot of holes. Oh no. It does and it doesn't because it's having like all those Borderlands and stuff is like Borderlands and Gears have like bloated it. But at the same time, it's like, uh, like not a lot of news, not a lot of new stuff. Not to say that stuff doesn't exist. So, (laughs) so what's next? Because, yeah, there's not too much I can comment on other than SteamWorld Quest seems pretty good. I've heard a lot of buzz around it. Another one of them games, one of them deck builders. So this one's gonna be another you game, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Well, I haven't. I was waiting for this because I never finished that. You never finished it. <laughs> I got about a third of the way through, maybe a little further than that. I'm at a. So did you like not like it, or it's not that I didn't like it. I just the there's a character, uh, Genichiro, I think, or Genshiro, whatever the hell his name is. Um, he's like the first big skill check. Like, okay, essentially. Uh, Everything's pretty doable up until him, and he he's, he's like the big old asshole. He's a three health bar boss. Most of the most of the bosses only have like two uh, bars of health. He, yeah. He's a triple bar, and this game is really like yeah, you get hit like once or twice and you're <laughs> fucking dead. So doing that for three different like because he has three phases. Yeah, is super fucking annoying, and I. Just I kind of took like a little break from this for a bit and I was going to get back to it. But now I'm like so far gone that I'm going to have to restart the whole game. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and I, had, I hate it when that happens. So you're like, you're like, I'm going to take a break from this game. But then you come back. And you're like, well, I suck at this game. I got to start over. I mean, I'm like, there's no way I could beat him at where I'm at. And there are other bosses around him that I could probably do. Um, but they're kind of out in the in the sticks in a way of like. There's at least two or three bosses that I've run into outside of him that are pretty far away from him, and but I, I I'm like I kind of should beat him since he's chronologically the next one I should do, and he's a big skill check. Uh, I you know it, but whatever. I, I've heard the game kind of snowball. Essentially, it's like he's retardedly difficult, uh, and then the game snowballs from him. So. It's like yeah. everything else isn't bad, and then you get to the last boss, and it's a huge difficulty spike. Like, I've heard the last boss is, like, way, way, <laughs> way, way, way hard. Um, yeah, I hear nothing about how, like, hard this game is. I know I one of the podcasts I listen to, there's a person that's like, I've done everything but the last boss. He's like, I'm at the, <laughs> like, last, last boss, and I just, he can't do it. And he's like, I need to finish that game before the end of the year. But they're like, I just cannot beat this last boss, so... Yeah, I, I, well, it sucks because my, when I very first played, I was really focusing on uh, the counterattacking, like deflecting attacks and attacking and doing the like counterattacks. All those parries. Yeah, but then I like defocused from it a bit and played it more like Dark Souls for a bit. And then it just screwed me because oh, no. <laughs> on, on this boss, it's like, yeah, you're going to want to like do that. And it didn't help that I also switched to, which I don't know, maybe it's a good weapon for him, maybe it's not. I, I started using the axe as like my offhand, uh, well, as my weird robot hand, and that's really slow, but usually I'm, that's kind of my thing in games is like a big, powerful, slow weapon, but the timing's like all off on this guy because he's so fast. <laughs> yeah. So you just don't got the time for the wind-up, but yeah, just once again, and I keep, uh, I will say I don't like, 
in the long, like at, at the time I played it, I liked it a bit more than Dark Souls. Um, now in the long term, I, I like Dark Souls a lot better. Um, I just think it's me- like mechanically in some ways it's, it's got a little bit more dark, dark souls. Ha- it's more fun because you can play with friends. You can, it's got a lot more community stuff going on around it. And Sekiro is just a wholly singular experience. So that detracts from it. But I, I know for a fact from listening to a lot of podcasts, I am not alone in quitting at where I quit. <laughs> so I've heard that's where a lot of people fell off is at yeah. this first major skill check. Anyway, yeah, what, what, what's next on this list? This one, this, this next one is the one I haven't heard of. Uh, I mean, don't even remember hearing Giant Bomb talk about this. Um, Hypnospace Outlaw. I've heard of this, but I don't know like much about it at all. I know it's more of a PC game. Yeah, it's uh, it's on it's only on when PC, Mac, and Linux um, on Steam, but it's set entirely in a late '90s GeoCities-like online hub. Hypnospace Outlaw is a flawless piece of historical fiction, a savage work of contemporary satire, and a genuinely tricky puzzle game. It's a funny piece of work that's nostalgic about the past without getting too misty-eyed. Interesting. Uh, t- game tasked me with a. It tasks you with working as a community enforcer, administering a code of behavior across its ugly, bizarre user-created pa- bizarre user-created pages. These websites are populated by a diverse cast of internet archetypes ex- extant, extant in the 90s as now. Uh, copyright infringers, virus bakers, hackers, scammers, and trolls must all be taken down through deduction, investigation, and lateral thinking. Experimentation is the key, and there are times when solutions seem maddeningly elusive, but all the while, Hypnospace outlaw prods and nudges us to think about our digital lives now and in the past. So it's, it seems like a like a weird like text-based type thing. Yeah, I mean, that's not really up my alley, but... I, I might have to check this out. It seems interesting. But yeah, I haven't heard about it until now, so... Yeah, you seem like a GeoCities kind of guy. Yeah, I was definitely GeoCities. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't I didn't do any of that um oh shoot, what was the other one? Lycos? No, there's no. a the there was the one that it was from Hotmail. Oh shit. I'm trying to remember. It was like Flare Fire or something. Hmm. I can't remember. Um shoot, that's gonna bug the crap out of me now. Let's move on to yeah. the next one. Total War, Three Kingdoms. Oh, uh, I wanna play this so bad, but I'm not honestly not really sure if my PC can run it. <laughs> Yeah, I know my PC won't. Maybe my laptop, because my laptop has a decent GPU in it, but definitely not my PC, because my stuff in that, I mean, my, uh, my the, the newest thing in that computer is, like, from 2012, so there's, like, no way. I think the last Total War game I played was Shogun Total War, so it's been a hot minute. <laughs> Shogun Total War yeah. was, like, a 90s game, I think. Yeah, it's a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> those 2d 3d sprites uh, i mean i liked what i played of total war games i, I like strategy games you should, like, can't go wrong with the total war game no matter which one it is it seems like this one seems really like sounds like if you're gonna jump in this is the one to get in on i guess it has a really good cast of characters too well it would is lu boo in it he's got to be in there i have no idea lu boo cow cow you know all those dynasty warriors because it's the same story <laughs> Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Alright, should we move on to the next game since we yeah, don't... Yeah, we don't know too much about that, but I would like to. How about New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe? That's on this list? Yeah. Huh. 
you know, I don't think it's a game of the year contender at all, but whatever. <laughs> I I liked it, but it's I mean it's Mario. Yeah. It's just I mean, I you can go listen to my GG on it. It's it's a perfectly fine Mario game. It's just a remake of that game and added power crowns and all that stuff. Yeah. I th- I think it is a improved version of that game, but only slightly. Yeah, you just gotta love the whole like the fact that they add the deluxe onto the name and it's like now it's a Switch game. It's kind of reminiscent of the just putting Super in front of everything on the Super yeah. Nintendo. So maybe they should have called the Switch the Nintendo Deluxe. <laughs> that's gonna. That's actually should be the uh, the Pro. <laughs> the Switch Deluxe. Yeah, that would be hilarious. That would, oh, that would be. That's that's actually pretty perfect. It, knowing Nintendo though, it would be the new Switch Deluxe XL. Hell yeah. I'd still buy it. <laughs> All right. I don't want to talk too much about Mario. It, he's Mario. Yeah, he's Mario. You can't go wrong with Mario. He's good. Just, yeah. Uh, There's probably other Marios on this list. There's a lot of Marios. This list doesn't seem very long, but I really? feels like it's missing some stuff. But um, we'll get we'll get to the, we'll get it there. Um we're going to get to a lot of games I didn't finish, except I did finish Mario Deluxe. <laughs> well, this one I know you finished, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yeah, I at least finished the Leon campaign. I, I didn't do the uh, campaign B. Well, I mean, but that's who, fine. Really, who cared about that? You just, no, it's, uh, I mean, I might do that. I, I, I had a good, like, 20-plus hours on playthrough one. Well, yeah, this is definitely just a... Just a solid ass remake of just a it, game it's that's already best. pretty good. Yeah, I was like, it, it's the best remake that's been done. I feel because it it did enough new cool stuff while giving you like the feel of the thing you love. Yeah. Um, but th- I think this game belongs on a lot of game of the year list, like towards the end of the year, because visually it's a masterpiece. Like, oh yeah. This and Devil May Cry 5 are two of the best visuals because they're in the same engine. That I think I've said before, but just saying again, uh, those are PS5 games. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm fully like, yeah, some of the certain games are just they look that good that they're it's like that's how games of the future are going to look <laughs> versus something like Sekiro, like. Sekiro, I think the uh, file size of the the full game is like 19 gigs. Yeah. And a lot of the tool tips are like PS1 tool tips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very... So yeah, some games look real bad and then you got games like that that are just a visual marvel. Yeah, they're just really pushing the boundaries. Do you have anything else to say about Resident Evil? Not too much on that one. I mean, it's a solid remake. It, I, it's like I said, it, it's one of the best remakes out there. Yeah. Um, this is another one that I haven't really heard much about. Uh, Slay the Spire. Yeah. Other than what I mentioned earlier about it, um, once again, it's kind of the gold standard in deck building games. Um, it, it's also a rogue-ish game. You like <laughs> do a run and get do bosses and stuff. It does have an ending um, and all, but this is the one everybody's clamoring for. Uh, if You you should actually check this game out. Um, I don't know how into deck-building games you'd be, it, it's, uh, but it is on Game Pass. Oh, interesting. I have to check it out then. Yeah, I was like, it, it is, in fact, on Game Pass. Uh, so I, never, I never got too much. Like, I like deck-building and all, but I, I, I always get kind of put off of 
deck building in general just because I think of like Magic the Gathering and this is the, not that I know I just in the, what, go, the, what goes through my head is people just min maxing stuff in Magic Magic the Gathering and that always puts me off of deck building stuff because there's always just min maxing involved yeah this is a lot smaller scale and just kind of calculating stats and kind of coming up with your own bullshit but I don't know I, I've been meaning to like check this out even though if I check it out I'm going to do it through Game Pass but I'll definitely recommend it to you <laughs> alright well let's move on to the next one another one I haven't played but I really want to Baba Is You yeah this is one of them logic puzzly, pr- pretty much coder one or uh, yeah. I see it as like if down statements basically and that you do in math or in programming but a lot of like yeah just a lot of text-based puzzle type stuff of moving around words uh if i played this i'm gonna do it on the switch but i'm waiting for it to be cheaper really because i think it launched yeah. at 15 and i was like i don't know i've been hearing a lot of good things but i've also heard it's a very short no i've heard it's actually really long and you just oh, get really? you get fatigued because <laughs> it it like I can't do this logic anymore. Yeah, I've heard people being on like level hundred plus, and then just being oh my like, God. like spending hours and hours, and then like, and I'm very much this type of person that it's gonna haunt my dreams. I'm gonna be thinking about it outside and just being like, oh, that's the solution to this fucking puzzle. Oh, how do I beat it? Which you'll feel good, you know, for ten seconds until the next level starts, and you're, it gives you new bullshit. And you're back to square one. Yeah. So. I don't know. This it sounds like something I would enjoy, but at the same time, it sounds like almost nobody that even really liked this game ever beat it. Yeah, probably not. Well, so so the full list. There's one more game on this list. I was like, so that's why I'm saying that it feels like this. List yeah, this is, very is lacking, lacking. But I'll I'll throw some in there. So the last one here is Apex Legends, which like took the world by storm when it came out. So I mean, I think it definitely deserves to be there because it's still very actively played it's been recently kind of getting marred by micro macro transactions is what we're calling them because <laughs> they're like expensive as fuck yeah it is i, th- I still think that game's going to be in game of the year discussions yeah. it's a very but... solid game the gameplay is very good the mechanics are very good the game is very like it's very well built uh especially for being on the fucking source engine yeah, it's uh, like like that that part is the thing that's unbelievable to me because like you don't hear about games being on the Source engine anymore. Like what the last good one was Portal Two. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Which I mean, it's Portal Two time. is a solid game. It's solidly built, but like whenever you heard like it nowadays, it's people really talk about Unity, which still gets a lot of hate because it's Unity and it's cheaper. Um, um, but now there's there's a lot of uh, Unreal, especially now that like Unreal is like super cheap to develop on, um, you don't hear a lot of Cry Engine stuff anymore. And I know like Amazon Lumberyard uses Cry Engine, so there's that. But I don't know, what other? I don't. I can't think of any other like um, good. There was like the Havoc Engine, I think. Havoc was really, really good. I, like, a lot of people used Havoc, but I don't think they've had a new iteration in yeah, forever. I don't think so. So now, it, yeah, I I think that's basically, like, all there is these days is there's, like, there's Unity, there's CryEngine slash Lumberyard Lumber if you're using Amazon 
to develop games or there's Unreal. Um, I think. I mean, obviously, Source is still there, but like you don't hear about it. So yeah, it's a lot a- of people a- switched to Unreal. Yeah, but like I said, like Apex is it's it's very it's a very impressive game. Nobody thought that there was room in the space for another um, battle royale game, but this one just kind of popped in uh, and is started with the whole idea of like it's a team of three only, which is like now now I think they added a playlist where it's solo, which is dumb. I think like I, I don't want to ever play Apex solo. Like I like the team aspect of Apex. Um, introduced it introduced new mechanics that weren't in the games previously like there is like some form of respawn to like where if you die they can pick up something from your body and run you to like a respawn location and uh you can respawn and basically have like a second wind at winning the game um just there's a lot just a lot of good stuff it did a lot of things really well and it did it in and they did them right it just sucks about the whole microtransactions thing that they're doing and I think a lot of that is just because it's EA. I mean, you, I mean, you, you give EA, you throw EA, give them an inch, they'll take a mile, I guess. Because um, this was generic, this was generating a lot of goodwill for EA, and then they, they the microtransactions is kind of ruining it again for them. So hopefully something changes that helps that because I still would recommend this game to anybody wanting to try a battle royale game if they haven't yet. Um, cause it's a lot of fun to actually play, even though you, the, the time to action in this game is a little longer than other battle royales, um, between like character selection and loading and dropping in and then finding weapons and then getting killed and then having to start that process all over again. It's just take, seems like it takes a little longer than something like a Fortnite. Um, but nevertheless, it's, it's a good game to play. So, uh, so since that's the end of the list, yeah, you got any any Marcus mentions for the year? I feel like they left off some stuff that we could have talked about. I mean, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, for is sure. Like I, I am not through that game, but it's gonna be in the game of the year discussions on like anybody's list. It's yeah, totally. It, at least in the RPG category for sure. It's. I mean, it's a it's a big hit. Everybody's still talking about it. It's still all the buzz. I mean, it's one of the few games I'm tempted to play through three times just to get all three sides of that story. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't imagine how many hours that will be. Yeah, it seems like I've seen... I've already seen people dump over 200-plus hours in, so, yeah, there's some people cranking some real hours into this game. That's crazy. That's like Minecraft hours for me. I'm already about 40 hours deep, and I haven't quite finished a story yet. Did you get to that time skip yet? No. God damn it, Marcus. (laughs) I haven't touched it. Uh, <laughs> You've been playing all that that Borderlands and uh, I um, finished Yakuza Zero, yeah, but yeah. I didn't get a chance to talk about Yakuza Zero. Yeah, you've been doing that Yakuza, the Borderlands, and uh, Gears, Gears, and some Hey Pikmin. <laughs> but yeah, I finished finished up Yakuza Zero. Which man, that game is like real good. If you haven't played a Yakuza game and you like real Japanese stuff, go do it. I feel like I gotta it's check a, this out. It's a really, it's a real game ass game but like i said don't that go that was the one where at your house we saw that the, the, the karaoke and the weird just shouting it, it's got a lot of really weird moments and weird quests I gotta, yeah and i gotta play this game it, it is kind of like 
don't go into it expecting like somebody said this was great and then be like this controls weird or this looks weird and these menus are bad because i'm like it has a lot of bad in there but the story's really good and the quest and everything are good i'm i'm expecting um slice of life mixed with Yu Yu Hakusho mixed with uh, Fooly Cooly. The, the way I see it is this company has like the best writers mixed with the worst programmers. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So yeah, it it's a little janky to say the least. They stacked their uh, they stacked their art their their game dev studio their game dev game they've stacked their game dev tycoon studio wrong. <laughs> And, and as much as I wouldn't say it's a game of the year contender, I think it's at least worth noting because it'll be in some category somewhere probably, but Bloodstain is one of my top games of the year. And it, yeah. It reviewed really well and it, it's hard to ignore. Bloodstain's really hard to ignore. Apparently it's very easy to ignore if you're Polygon. Apparently that and like Wargroove wasn't even on that list, and I think Wargroove's at least worth a mention. I yeah. I do think I like. Uh, I, I didn't I, get very far in Wargroove. I, I like uh, Fire Emblem better than Wargroove, uh, but they're kind of going for a different thing. They're in a similar space, definitely, but obviously, Advanced Wars and versus Fire Emblem are two really different games. I feel like Fire Emblem has a lot more appealing storyline. Oh, it does. For sure. Like Wargroove is just like non-existent. Well, it's weird because the Wargroove story is better than most Advanced War stories. Almost all Advanced War stories. <laughs> Maybe in that it has a story. Yeah, I was like, Advanced War's story is really kind of lacking, but it has. Advanced Wars had a story, but it was kind of all over the place. Uh, so Wargroove is really like Fire Emblem meets uh, meets Advanced Wars, but it is more in the Advanced Wars. Yeah, area, but criminal. Not to mention that game or Bloodstained. I think. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I had a few others uh, that I had actually checked out, but I mean, maybe Mario Maker Two. Uh, it's weird because I felt a lot. Of, everybody was so hot about Mario Maker One, and I've heard like a lot less about Mario Maker Two, other yeah. than people being like Mario. Ma- Essentially, it's Mario Maker 2 is superior to Mario Maker 1 is yeah. all you hear. But then it's like... But then there's like a drop man, off. Yeah, like people were buzzing about that Mario Maker 1. Less people caring now. Uh, the Messenger was... I think it's, just, it's because solid. it's more of the same but with different stuff. Yeah. And it, so it's just like people like... it was When it first came out, it was like, oh my god, you can make Mario levels. And now it's just like, yeah, you can make Mario levels, but you can make them better this time. Better Mario's. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I like that there's a story in it. it. There's more going on. I think in a in a family category, this Mario Maker has to be in there. Like no questions asked. Um, there are also some good fighting games this year, like Samurai Showdown and uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, can't really say too much more about those. Uh, I did play through the Messenger. Well, I also played through Mortal Kombat 11, but uh, the Messenger. Um, well, that was kind of out. Yeah. Uh, I guess Messenger was kind of out last year a little bit, uh, like really late last year, but it wasn't really late, on yeah. like game of the year list because it 
the cutoff. Yeah, so we could we could probably include it in like a like a this year it, thing. Since it was released on more stuff this year. Yeah, and got a big DLC update, but which I haven't checked out the DLC for that yet. That was released pretty recently. Yeah, check that out. But that that game's just I think it is the. Uh, the highest caliber you could be raised to is a classic Ninja Gaiden game. So it's at least worth note. Um, see your ju- judgment. If you're really looking for a this year, Yakuza, <laughs> that's your, <laughs> that's your this year's Yakuza. Yeah. Which is apparently selling really well. And they're definitely looking into making a sequel to, uh, so some news dropped on you. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, let me see here. Well, I mean, it's not one I can comment on too much, but I guess Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers will probably likely be in a lot of discussions. Yeah, uh, it's I'm ma- sure, yeah. The conversation surrounding that has actually made me interested in Final Fantasy XIV. I don't think I'll jump in just because I'm inherently very ultra-resistant to hopping into MMOs and spending perpetual money on an MMO, but my interest was really piqued. Yeah. Oh, speaking of um, MMOs, do you, do you think WoW Classic will make it on any lists? It might. It's doing. Uh, obviously, that game just came out, and again, <laughs> I heard like there's a lot of people like big on, server weights. Yeah, and like um, like people streaming it. It's been really successful, like on Twitch and stuff. Like people, like all sorts of people watching other people stream it. People um, are in. People are all in. I know a person. I, I saw. A I know a few people skipping work just to. Yeah, it's like it's like. I guess WoW's back, baby. I don't know, like. Well, I don't know. Just like I, I saw a screenshot of people literally waiting in line to fight a mo- a boss. Yeah, it sounded like that was uh, uh, Padfoot. I think Pad. I can't remember his name. Garrick. I wasn't sure. I don't know what boss it was. I just saw, and it was like. You know, like classic WoW. Like if someone typed, you could see like their words above their head, and um, <laughs> so in this screenshot, one of the one of the guys that just typed, imagine being a killable uh, or a, a killable NPC and seeing uh, people, uh, a bunch of people lined up to to fight you. <laughs> Which I, I I like that image because it was like people being more civilized than back when that started, and Yo, just everybody oh, yeah. was all over the fucking place, and you'd yeah. be like, people would just be killing mobs that they didn't even need just to do yeah. it. Yeah, it's totally different world. Like it's almost weird to think that people are more civilized about it now than they were back then because like I feel like we're living in like crazy times right now. I think it's all the people that I mean grew up on the game that are now just yeah. The, that they're They've older, already, yeah. more mature. But I know uh, some people that were trying to start up groups to to get in in and play like as a guild or something. And I was like, nah, I've never played it, so I'm just like, it's not up my alley at all. I mean, and I love WoW, like the classic WoW, but it bringing it back the way it is, it's like it's not the same. If if they, which I don't know what the situation is for raid content and how they're going to roll that in, or if it's going to be a slow roll. But my my great idea for how they should do it is be like, here's Molten Core and have, you know, all the same bosses and shit, but they don't do the same stuff. So you go in with what you think is like your strategy (laughs) and then you just get fucked. Uh, That's great. I like that. Because then you'd have to come up with everything new because I kind of hate that the end game like I, who fucking knows? Like within a week, the end game of this is going to be like farmed out. Like everybody's going to be like done. 
and that that's my my take on WoW Classic is it's gonna burn real hot and then it's gonna burn out. You gotta you gotta do this sort on online style, where like it, like it adapts to the people and changes. I mean, I just think it would be funny because then you'd take all the strategies people have and throw them out the window because that's what I don't like. People are just gonna they they know all the strategies, they know all the things, they know especially like if you played vanilla wow it's like you know the ins and outs of that That, that's kind of why another reason people would be lined up for this quest mob yeah because everybody knows where he spawns and all this like it's all the mystique's kind of gone which is fine yeah but and i've that's why like for me i i'm not a person that plays games multiple times a lot i like to play I experience it, and I feel like if I try to experience it again, it's just like, eh, I I already know what's going to happen, so. I think the only nice thing about this is they, WoW has become kind of a mess of all, with all the expansions, and then just, it almost felt like they kept gating off, like, okay, now this expansion, you can just get an instantly, like, a character instantly leveled up to just experience the new content, and basically all the new content just ignored the fact of all the other stuff even existed or made it pointless to ever experience the old classic stuff or eventually uh one, one at one point I went back and then you know I'm just leveling up and kind of I'm I'm going through old quest and old dungeons yeah there uh stockades is a great example when, when what people will be experiencing this now in classic it's like yeah i remember you had to go through stockades and pull each like room of like cells individually because you'd get fucked because just mobs <laughs> were really strong and like you'd be you'd be spending a long time on these fights yeah. and you had to actually go you had to go in pretty much every dungeon you had strategies for how to beat these things yeah when i went back to play it it was more like diablo we ran through stockades. We pulled everything in all of stockades and just AOE'd the fuck out of it and killed everything. Wow. And it's just, yeah, like all the gear, stats, everything had been upped to such a ridiculous end that, yeah, it was like, yeah, you just go in and they, which another interesting thing, which I'm curious in this in WoW Classic is you used to have to kind of run around town and get all the quests like for, once again, like something like stockades or other dungeons, you'd have to just run around and get all the quests you possibly could in the world yeah. to do this, and then you would eventually, like, once you're done, have to go back and hand them all in. But they made this later where it was just like, no, when you enter the dungeon, there's, like, a quest giver man, and he just gives you all the quests for that dungeon, and then when you're done, you just <laughs> hand them all in. Which, it, I mean, all that stuff, like, definitely streamlined the whole process, but, like I said, it took away a lot of the... I thought a lot of the fun came from that you had to carefully plan and carefully do these things yeah. and not, it wasn't just like, oh yeah, we just like sprinted through this thing and like gear doesn't matter. Like you, you're gaining levels like so ridiculously fast. Yeah. Cause they're just rushing you to get to whatever new content's available. Like hell, when I played vanilla, wow, it took forever to reach max level. That was yeah. like a big endeavor. I spent like the better half of a year before I reached like max level in that game. And then I raided for what felt like an eternity. <laughs> um, yeah, but those days are kind of behind me. Uh, I, d- I just don't have the patience for that kind of stuff. Or I don't, I don't enjoy those games the way I used to, uh, which is kind of because the, it, it becomes this thing where the, the people having the most fun seem to be the hardcorest of hardcores, and I fall somewhere in between the casuals and the hardcores, where I'm like, I'm not exactly casual, but I'm not hardcore enough to be hardcore. <laughs> but I'm... 
Because it's like, yeah, you're playing a lot, but you're not. But then I swear as soon as I would commit to be like, all right, I got a guild. And I would, you know, go and do a raid or two. And then I would just be like, all right, I'm done. I'm like, so <laughs> I got my gear. I'm out. But yeah, I don't know. That stuff's not for me anymore. But I would love yeah. to see what people are going to say about WoW Classic in the coming months. Yeah, totally. I'd like to see if people kind of stick with it or if they just kind of fall off. Like I said, I'm quite certain it's going to burn real hot. I see a, I think of the game uh, Wildstar. I don't, do, you, do you remember that game? Does that sound familiar to you at all? Mm, not really, no. Wildstar was going to be like a real hot, like the wow killer. Everything's going to be the wow killer. Um, this one actually I thought stood a chance. It was like really well designed, had a lot of interesting races and all this. And it had, uh, the bosses were like insanely hard. You had to do, you had to do attunement and the attunement was stupidly hard. But yeah, the bosses just, these raid bosses were just so blisteringly difficult. Um, I think by the time they shut the game down, just a fistful of people had actually like finished the raid bot, like the raid content just because how hard it was. But yeah, I just, that, that game kind of, it almost was so hard it deterred people, which is interesting because you need to hit that sweet spot where you're like, yeah, you got to be difficult for the hardcore people and have enough content for them to do something, which this had like Wildstar actually had that for once, but then it like the casual players fell off and it's like, well, you need them too. you, these people that just log in for a few hours here and there and just dick around. Um, yeah, you need those people that are going to be there. Yeah, that game temporarily, it was like, it was doing great. Then it went like free to play because viewers, like all the fans like fell off and then it just server shut down, uh, which seems like the life of an MMO, to be honest. Yeah. I wonder if there's a party that said goodbye in the game while it happened because uh, that seems to happen all the time. Yeah, I just played the beta of it, though, and I... I liked it, but I didn't like it enough to really commit, um, which seems like a lot of these games. Yeah. Anyway, we'll call this a cast. All right, that's it. That's the end of part two of the the game out. (laughs) So we'll be back uh, again next week with the regular episode. And by now, we should have gotten 1,000 downloads, so we will have to be launching that giveaway so look forward to that next week we will have more details for you then